Are bugs a type of alien? Will dogs ever be able to learn English? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life! Yo! Heyo! And welcome back to This Paranormal Life, the weekly comedy podcast where every Tuesday we investigate a different paranormal case, tale, or beast and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not. As always, you are joined by myself, Mr. Kit Grimmel-Vennett, this guy across from me as well, Mr. Roy Pars. How are you doing today, Roy? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, I think uh, it was maybe one podcast ago, two podcasts ago, we were we recorded at that optimal time. You know, it was an early morning session. We just had our coffees, yeah. bright-eyed, ready to dive into a paranormal investigation uh, for context. And the people were loving it, by the way. The people, the comments like best were rolling in, yet. best episode yet. I don't know. You You guys have tapped into some newfound energy. For context, this episode is recorded late at night. Yeah. We both just ate enormous burritos. I've got to catch a flight tomorrow morning. And two hours ago, my phone got stolen. Right. I was mugged on the way to this podcast recording. You didn't tell me any of this before yeah. we started recording. So if you are in East London and you stole a man's phone... okay. And you listen to this podcast. There's no way he listens to this podcast. I will, I'm going to kill you. I, really, I was actually going to say that I'll, I'll take the phone back and I won't do anything. But I, it's murder. It it's murder. murder. Yeah, 100%. Because, listen, I sympathize greatly. I just wish maybe we had run, talked about this before the show. It's too late. I mean, do you need to like, call the police or something? It's or? fine. I actually already did. I, have, I actually have my phone tracker up right now. So if they go online, we'll be able to locate the phone. So stay tuned. This is really exciting. This is a live investigation. <laughs> We're investigating where the f*** my iPhone is. Which uh, is much more important than the paranormal, <laughs> by the way. We care a lot about the paranormal, but where Rory's phone is... You know how much I care? I'm a paranormal investigator who called the cops. <laughs> I invited the man into the my MIBs. house. Yeah. Listen, this is a really interesting dynamic to the podcast. Hopefully, we'll get some news on that. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, we're going to investigate the paranormal, as usual. That's, that'll take my mind off of the situation, so that's fine. I mean, you're looking at your Well, sure. I need to be updated. Right now, I so. need to be kept up to, to date with it. It's currently offline. The erase is pending. Okay. So, uh, we'll just, well, yeah, I'll just I'll put that down. We don't have to think about it. You're look gripping at it, it real hard as well. I just like to know if where it is, is all. Thank you so much to Jared McCormick, Keith Boggins, and Andrea Girton for sending this one in to this Paranormal Life podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you, kid, as well, for checking that. I could not. I'm currently locked out of my uh, email accounts. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for sending that in. Yeah. I mean, you, you do have a laptop, though, right? Yeah, but that's, I don't like to do emails on that. I like to do my emails on my phone. So, okay. It's fine. Fair enough. Forget about it. Just don't even, don't even bring it up anymore. La, 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 la. Let's start. Should we start over? Or do you want to keep going? I mean, you're looking at Twitter right now, like yeah, what of course, are you, what on are you my searching? backup phone. East I'm London on my crime. backup phone, looking to see if I can find my new phone. Let's, let's just push forward. Let's push forward. Sure. We're in the late 19th century in New Haven, Connecticut, USA. They didn't even have phones. Our story begins with a woman named Mrs. Winchester, Sarah Winchester. Mrs. Winchester was a woman beset by tragedy. First, her father-in-law died shortly followed by her own husband to tuberculosis, Oof. an all-too-common fate at the time, and then, most cruelly of all, her only child, leaving her alone. Now, if the Winchester name sounds familiar, that's because it was one of the most famous names in 19th and 20th century America. Mr. Winchester invented the repeating rifle, one of the most commonly used guns across the West for decades. Oh, yeah. And that meant Sarah Winchester inherited half of the Winchester Repeating Rifle Company. Ooh! It was definitely... Uh, that was a piece of information lodged in the back of my mind. I don't know if it was pl from playing video games or something. It was 100% from playing Red Dead Redemption. Oh! Added the Winchester rifle is a rifle used in both of those games. So, yeah, There probably. you go. This is the exact era we're talking about. So, I think it was started around the late 1860s or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was the... AK-47 of its day. Right, right. Reliable. Could fire off more rounds than you would possibly need in a couple of seconds. And after all these tragic deaths, seeking answers to her deepest questions, she visited a psychic to learn more about the spirit world that she could now feel was there. The psychic explained to her that her suspicions were correct. She was cursed. Her whole family had been cursed. Wow. She was being haunted by all the souls of those who've been killed by Winchester rifles. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you know, it's pretty much in a um, 
in a psychic's best uh, intentions <laughs> to claim that you are being cursed and you'll need to come back every monday tuesday and thursday for uh uncursing sessions <laughs> which will be charged for 5.99 an hour yeah, yeah yeah but that's a pretty cool backstory at least if you're gonna make something up right the psychic was like she was google searching on her phone by the way yeah. back then uh don't bring that up again actually and she was like oh hell yeah this is the honey the, yeah oh my god yeah an absolute... <laughs> a war criminal just walked in what do they call them whales <laughs> whale just swam in yeah it's good that other professions don't work that way at least if a mechanic tells you your car is jacked you can at least get a second opinion there's no like paranormal explanation for what's going on there that might require sessions monday through thursday yeah yeah uh, you're I'd... not gonna be like if, if a psychic is like oh you're cursed you're like i'm gonna go see just one other psychic oh no 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 no, no, if, no, uh... no oh do you know what it's gone and I did it for you. So actually, oh. you owe me the uh, curse removal. That was fee. pretty fast. I actually don't. I don't feel any difference. I work fast. All right. Do you? Do you? How do I pay? Close you? the doors. Close the doors. I feel like she's not going to pay. So no, let's I'm going to pay. Door. I'm going to. If you know me that well, and you do, because you read my palm, then uh, you know I'm a. I'm a woman of my word. I know you very well. I just Jasmine, no. M- Emily. No, it was neither of those. So I don't know why you slid to those. It was an A when I said in. I, yeah, no, I've got a good memory as well as being a psychic. So. Do you remember my second name? Right, right, right. Uh, something, uh, it's coming to me, Tompkins. Tompkins. Very popular name. You actually you sure your name isn't Tompkins? You made a big deal out of it when, my, when I came in because it's named after a pretty big rifle. Bip. Oh, yeah, Kalashnikov. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jasmine Kalashnikov. <laughs> I said Jasmine wasn't right. <laughs> the same curse that had taken her loved ones away would come for her too. However there was one way she could escape death. The psychic explained that if she built a house for herself and the spirits of her family and the spirits of all those killed by the Winchester rifle and if the building of the house never stopped, no ghost could settle there and they would let her live. Oh, okay. This is a pretty interesting take on things. Yeah. You've incurred deaths through your family loosely, let's say. So there's homeless ghosts out there and you need to house them or else they're going to come for your ass. It's a pretty interesting concept and also a very specific cure to this paranormal illness. Yeah. It's quite weird. I don't know why a psychic would recommend something like this unless they were like, you need to build a big house and beside it, a real big guest house. And I'll stay, I'll maybe stay in the guest house for a little while to keep an eye on things. Yeah. Kind of bodyguard situation. The, the, The psychic doesn't seem to benefit much from this at all. It's just a very creative way to, I guess at the very least, keep her mind busy, keep her preoccupied. Interesting. So you're saying the psychic could be playing psychotherapist also. Yeah. But like psychotherapist. Yeah. Not like psychotherapist, you know, like a crazy therapist. But still helps them. Sure. Yeah. Trying their best to help. Well, this is going to take a dark turn. Oh, no. Thankfully, building a house was pretty easily accomplished by Mrs. Winchester. At the time, she had an income of $1,000 a day. Now, that sounds pretty decent. $1,000 a day? To me and you, right? In this day and age, $1,000 a day. Jesus Christ, that's an iPhone 12 Pro every <laughs> single day. Well, and you God. don't even need food if you've got that. That's nuts. Uh, not like you're hung up on the whole phone thing at <laughs> no, all. No, no. That was just a totally irrelevant, um, you know, fact that I just pulled out of air. But seriously, though, if uh, those things are sold out everywhere. So if someone has a connect, <laughs> they could let us know. Yeah. That sounds pretty great, right? You're, you're, you know, you're cranking out over a quarter million dollars a year. And these are old timey dollars as well. So presumably that's like a million dollars. $26,000 a day. You're kidding me. She owned 50% holding in the Winchester Repeating Rifle Company. Yeah. And she inherited $20 million cash. Wow. In 1900s money worth over half a billion dollars today. Oh my God. Making... Sarah Winchester, one of the richest women on earth. So she moved, needless to say, she moved from New Haven. She was like, this is the only good thing to come out of this curse is I get to leave Connecticut and move to Santa Clara, California. All right. Where she bought land to build her mansion. She hired a team of builders and carpenters to work day and night. We look forward to working with you, Mrs. Winchester. Our team can start on Tuesday, but we'll have to pause work from Thursday on account of some bad weather coming in. 
I'm afraid not. I need you working on this house 24-7. I don't mind the cost, but you can't stop work on this house. I'm just anxious to finish it, you see? 24-7? Even if I wanted to, I don't have enough men, Mrs. Winchester. I I trust this check should suffice for now? Holy! You know what? I'll find some extra hands today and we should be able to keep this show running. Thanks, Mrs. Winchester. Love the uh, builder's poker face there. Yeah. (laughs) Holy f***ing shit! (laughs) I've never seen six figures like that before! (laughs) Not in 1900. No siree. However, immediately, many of the laborers were puzzled when they realized there wasn't even an architect on this job. She was designing things like f***ing Little Wayne, strictly off the dome, freestyling it. Oh, wow. Not only that, but the builders were being instructed to create designs which made no damn sense. There were rooms with windows looking into them from other rooms inside the house, staircases that led to nowhere except a sheer drop, and doors that led straight into brick walls. In short, she was building Bowser's Castle from Mario 64, (laughs) the never-ending staircase, the fake doors. Yeah, paintings you can jump into and become really (laughs) small. A visionary. Turns out the uh, architect was Shigeru Miyamoto. (laughs) This is nuts. Very odd stuff. But I guess, yeah, if you have to keep building 24-7 eventually... It's going to stop being good. It's looping in on itself. (laughs) Yeah, that's correct. It's going to stop being tasteful, at least. Rumors and legends started circulating about the curse. That she was the sole survivor. The only way for her to outrun this curse was to trick and confused the demonic spirits that followed and haunted her by living in a house that was big enough to house all the lost spirits that have died from her family's rifles and too confusing for the demons to haunt. Oh, right, they're getting lost. They're taking left turns, right turns. They need sat-nav in this son of a bitch. Even the materials she wanted the house made from didn't make any sense. She instructed that the house be made entirely out of redwood trees, except she hated redwoods and insisted that it be stained and styled so it looked nothing like redwood. All in all, they ended up using 78,000 liters of paint just to cover every inch of wood. Oh, do you think that's just to keep construction going? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if you can think of a great reason to have more workmen in 24-7. Yeah. When it was, let's not say completed, but at its largest size... The house was seven stories tall, with land covering an area over 160 football fields in size. What? (laughs) The house had 161 rooms, 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, 47 fireplaces. Don't give the ghosts a place to dance. (laughs) (laughs) You need to be building two prisons for all the ghosts. Put a chapel in there at least, not ballrooms. Yeah, you just you want a swimming pool filled entirely with holy water. Yeah, this is dangerous. Maybe that's like a distraction. They get mm. him in and they're like, oh, when we find her in whatever room, we're going to haunt her. So- hey, is that a ballroom? <laughs> holy shit, look at the polish on that redwood. This is dope, We've man. actually got a spa just for ghosts oh, over here. Oh, all right. I haven't been in a spa in 800 years. 47 fireplaces, 17 chimneys with evidence for two more, (laughs) two basements, three lifts, and over 10,000 panes of glass. How do you have two basements? (laughs) That's what I thought. By definition, that doesn't make sense. Do you mean two floors? Whenever you're (laughs) worth half a billy, whenever you're in the Tres Comas Club, you get two basements. And finally, the piece de la resistance. No mystery house would be complete without an organ in the attic. Oh, God. So to, In the attic <laughs> as well. To get a feel for this place, Roy, will I show you some pictures? I'd love to see this, yeah. So I'll start by showing you the outside, and then we'll okay. go inside. Here's an old-timey photo of around the height of its uh, construction. All right. Wow. I mean, this is, this is incredible. It basically, it, it looks like a little town. The whole mm-hmm. thing looks like a little town, like kind of the ones you'd see at like Universal Studios or Disney World. It looks like you're looking out over, yeah, like a, a, a roof skyline of this, a little town. This is crazy. So many floors and so many different bits of the building. 
it's not what you might imagine seven floors the whole building is seven floors it's it's like everything was built without thinking of the next thing standing next to it yeah i mean it's pretty cool i especially like the big kind of spire towards the back which almost looks like a church chapel yeah maybe uh, she did have a chapel after all towering over things i mean it's a it's certainly a spooky vibe and yeah if you knew the layout of this place you should be able to outmaneuver a thousand lost souls uh, on the regular this is like a house i would design in the sims <laughs> when i was like 15 years old yeah when, whenever you use the cheat code for unlimited resources yeah and you, you don't do- have to worry about shit you're removing doors so the sims all pee themselves and <laughs> Except she's doing exactly that, but for ghosts. So let's journey inside. All right. Hey, we got a lot of good physical evidence on today's case. Kids handed me an iPad uh, with a lot of pictures from the interior of the house. Usually, you know, he would just like airdrop them to me. Obviously, different different circumstances today. But this is fine. It's totally fine. Whatever. We can make do. Sure. With this one. You seem to be having difficulty, though, navigating it. Well, it's it's pretty big. It's like you've never used... I'm not used anything to anything other size. than the phone before. It's just, it's like a, it's, it's too big, frankly. Well, I mean, this is a, I'm just curious. What was your screen time like, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, using that thing? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. They, the bars just maxed out. Okay. Well, which I, I think was like a right. glitch or something, but it's fine. Uh, a lot of different, the, the uh, interior design of said, <laughs> of said castle is a bit all over the place. Which is fine, I guess, if you have to keep construction rolling 24-7. We're seeing a lot of dark wood against white walls, beige and blue fireplaces, stained glass windows almost. I mean, is this somewhere, judging from those images, is this somewhere you would like to live? Not necessarily. <laughs> this is like someone turned on all the lights in like the, the um, haunted mansion at Disneyland. <laughs> this is so weird. Here's just a picture of stairs leading to the roof. No opening, no hatch, just a plumbing pipe at the top. This, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. The vibe is all over the place. I mean, you know, I'll I'll give them a little leeway that I'm sure every building from the 1900s look, looks a little creepy when you turn all the lights on, like you say. But the organ is totally unnecessary. It looks like a quintessential haunted house. Yeah. Complete with oil paintings of little girls on the walls. Um this is very much like a, a level from Resident Evil. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. And like you say, Rory, it wasn't just the building itself, but the interior was decorated elaborately. She had countless stained glass windows installed, and her favorite designs for these windows were spider's webs and the repetition of the number 13. Oh. This is actually <laughs> a motif all through the house is her obsession with the unlucky number 13. On one floor, there are 13 bathrooms with 13 steps on the stairs that lead to the 13th bathroom and 13 windows found inside. 13 wall panels in the room preceding the 13th bathroom. The carriage entrance hall is divided into 13 sections. There are 13 rails by the floor level skylight in the South Conservatory. 13 squares on each side of the elevator. 13 holes in the sink drain covers, 13 glass cupolas in the greenhouse. There are 13 hooks for her 13 different robes that she wore. Okay. And even chandeliers that would normally hold 12 candles were modified to hold 13. Okay, great. Why? Is that a, do we know why? Is that understood why? No, she just loved this number. Now, did she love it because that was her lucky number before her life went to shit? Right. Or... Is this tapping into something else? This is like, you know, using the evil eye to try and ward away spirits. You're trying yeah. to use an unlucky number as a, as an omen. Again, something that might just off-put these spirits. Yeah, that's true. I feel like if you're already a ghost, you're not going to be off-put by unlucky numbers and right. things like that. Yeah, I'm scared of demons, so I'm just going to put on ACDC on the hi-fi yeah. and carve 666 into the walls. And they'll hate that. It seems like they'd be pretty on board with it. If they're yeah. demons haunting the mortal <laughs> realm, that's like a big well. That's like their f- McDonald's M <laughs> glowing in the, the night, call, the welcoming marches. them in. Yeah, it's true. It's just something we don't know. And it's said that her behavior was affected by the curse too. Not just the design of the house. She had to accommodate good spirits as best she could. And 
at the same time, trick the bad ones. There were almost no mirrors in the house whatsoever. In all 160 rooms, there's something like three small mirrors. Right. Apparently, because spirits don't like them. They don't like mirrors? Because spirits don't cast... They're a bit like vampires. They don't cast a reflection in them. So it's almost as if it reminds them that they're dead. Oh, okay. I can can get on board with that. So for this reason, all her servants and maids learned to carry pocket mirrors in their uniform if they ever wanted to check their appearance because in Mrs. Winchester's house, you can't just like walk into the bathroom and see if there's something stuck in your teeth. Right. She wanted no mirrors to welcome the ghosts in. Exactly. Okay. You keep it up. It's a little confusing, right? (laughs) Demons out, ghosts in. Very rarely in this paranormal life are people trying to invite ghosts into their home. Yeah. It's kind of... This is nuts. Kind of a funny challenge to have. And she was going over and above trying to be a good ghost host. It was uh, alleged that she was even throwing dinner parties for spirits that lived in the house. She would like set out all the plates and cutlery and everything for a massive dinner party just for spirits to swan in and feel like they were having a, a ball. That's pretty creepy. But when it came to evil spirits or demons... This is where the impossible, confusing design of the house came into play. If she felt she was being followed, she would just dip into a secret corridor or down a set of stairs that didn't lead anywhere and come straight back again, throwing the spirits off the scent. That's a good idea. Look, you're basically having a paranormal house party. And uh, (laughs) anyone who's thrown a house party knows sometimes word spreads. Things get out of control. Even if you only invite the good ghosts a couple bad ghosts are going to find their way inside. It's the big worry. It helps that they can go through walls. But what this means is while you're throwing that paranormal party and that beautiful ball is going down, if there's a couple undesirable spirits, you know this house, you know the blueprints, you know the walkways, you know all the secret passages, you're able to escape them. Again, they can go through walls. It's very hard to escape a spirit or a It's an impossible task. You're a human, they're a demon. You're not going to win. But she's definitely done herself some favors. Yeah, she's definitely putting some some stumbling blocks in their way. I do love that idea of the ghosts coming to the party and like texting Mrs. Winchester like, "Hey, hey Mrs. Mrs. W, really excited for the party. Um, hey, listen, I got a couple boys who would love to come. We could bring a couple girls as well. Are are they girl demons?" <laughs> They're, uh, yeah, they're pretty bad, actually. Were they at least killed by a Winchester rifle? Because that's a big, that's what was on the criteria, was on the RSVP. Were you killed by a Winchester rifle? They're from the French Civil War. I can't lie to you, Mrs. W. It's before the Winchester rifle. Get out of here. It's a recent rifle. There's not that many ghosts. Is that a bayonet scar? Get the f*** out of here. We don't put those on our guns. Get the f*** out of here. Ghosts are coming from the future. (laughs) From the robot wars, trying to turn up to the party because they heard it was like the most lit ghost party (laughs) in this dimension. I was killed by a Winchester 4000, a gun so sharp it cuts through time. If you could give me the details of the Winchester 4000, because that sounds like a lucrative kind of business (laughs) offer for us. But otherwise, get the f*** out of here. (laughs) And throwing demons off the scent. This is the exact same reason there were 40 bedrooms. She wasn't having that many guests. The story goes she wouldn't sleep in the same bedroom two nights in a row, just Mm. in case the spirit or demon worked out her routine. Right, okay. She's like Jason Bourne in her own house. A nomad, yeah. Crazy. She's like coming down to breakfast. She's got the mini Kellogg selection box of cereals. She doesn't want the ghost to know that she eats Cheerios every day. Yeah, she has to be prepared to move on to a a new kitchen with new cereals. Jesus Christ. She has to burn down the old kitchen, eat Cocoa Pops the next day. It's a life on the edge, truly. It truly is. I mean, this is a pretty interesting idea, though, isn't it? I'm reminded of the Prince of Persia game, Sands of Time. Did you ever play that one? Uh, I don't think I ever did. This is the one where, you know, you'd be fighting, sword fighting, and then if you got killed, you would use your Sands of Time to rewind time and then enter the fight again. Oh, that's cool. The premise of this game was that the prince himself was being... He was cursed at the beginning of the game. And they said, it is your destiny to die. You cannot outrun your destiny. And he was like, watch me. Look at this. And then the rest of the game. Magic sand, asshole. You're being hunted by a demon. The demon does not sleep. It does not rest. Jesus. You got to run the rest of your life. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not going to die. So. Can you only use it for death? Or could you like, you know, eat a delicious box of like (laughs) McDonald's chicken nuggets. And then you're like and then you can just enjoy them again and the wizard who gave you the sands is like 
10 generations of wizards have protected the sands for you to save your life and save the planet. Is that Nugs? You punch the wizard, then reverse time. Whoa! <laughs> it's like it never happened. You can't be mad at me. I'm going to go jack off a thousand times. Oh, See you later. We picked the wrong prince, I think. So just the same way uh, the Prince of Persia had to keep running. Um, I think it's actually the exact same plot as well of the movie It Follows. Great um, movie. Fantastic movie. Where if you bang someone, you they get the demon. Yeah, when you describe it like that, that's not really <laughs> doing it justice. But it is a sexually trans... It's an STD. It's it's a sexually a, transmitted a, demon. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, this is like a twist on all that. Yeah. She's trying to outrun fate. But for, in her own house. In her own damn house. My flat has basically two rooms so i would not stand much of a chance i think finding off this demon. you're not like throwing the demon off the scent by like like hiding behind the fridge door for a second yeah. and like i don't know getting into your shower sleep in the bathtub <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a life licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here. Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. A different kind of disaster struck in 1906. Of course, the San Francisco earthquake struck the Winchester Mystery House. Did I mention they call it the Winchester Mystery House? That's its name. Is that a retrospective name or <laughs> yeah. during creation? She didn't come up with that okay. one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the earthquake hit it hard and it lost three of its seven stories overnight like that that's great though isn't it that's a really good excuse for more construction you're like oh, oh no hey. we're gonna be going all, all night now with this little son of a bitch that's a great point she was probably trying to summon earthquakes but while much of northern california was destroyed by this mega quake the mystery house had been built using a floating foundation don't ask me what that means but apparently it means it w could withstand most of the earthquake where other buildings are toppling over hmm interesting and on the topic of kind of world-ending disasters, she also owned a houseboat that she kept in San Francisco Bay, which granted isn't weird for someone as rich as her at this time. But what is weird was it was called Sarah's Ark. 13 sails, 13 <laughs> wheels. That doesn't even need wheels. <laughs> Must construct forever. Uh, she reportedly kept it as protection in case there was a second biblical flood. I think something is not right here. And she wanted to be prepared, like Noah. I feel like this, uh, someone needs to step in and help the right. situation. But I feel like all the people that are involved in this madness are the ones getting paid to do shit. So they're not necessarily going to say, no, you don't need another floor. No, you don't need an ark to survive a biblical flood. Yes, you do have to keep having your fortune told by me, the witch. No one is stepping in and being like, there's something not right here. Mm. You need to take a second and stop building houses. And she's like, interesting thought. How about I pay you a million dollars to say the opposite of that? Done. This Absolutely is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, Sarah Winchester died in 1922. Oh no. You might have got the picture. Some of this was towards the end of her life. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that whatever curse started off all this started, you know, 20, 30 years previously 
you know, she was in a good place. You know, whenever she came up with the arc, Sarah's arc, that was towards the end of her life. How how old did you say she was? She was in her 80s, I believe. She lived a, a decent age. That's a good run. That's a high score. All of her possessions after her death were passed on to her niece as she had no living immediate family. As one final hint of her obsession with the occult and the number 13, her will contained 13 sections and was signed 13 times. Wow. It took weeks of removals people traveling to and from the house to empty it so the goods could be auctioned off. But bizarrely, despite the house being her life's work, the will made no mention of the house whatsoever. Ah. It was as if it never even existed. Wow. How weird not to mention something that enormous. That's yeah. crazy. For sure your will should contain something the size of 160 football fields. Football fields. Yeah. You wouldn't forget that, no. would you, in a will? Wow, that's so strange. As if she doesn't even want it touched. Yeah. And for this reason, it ended up being, uh, I think, uh, like auctioned off to a local businessman. I think everyone assumed the house was worthless because at this point it had been rocked by the earthquake, probably needed a ton of work. Right. She had built it all f***ed up. No one ever wanted to live in it. Uh, I think they sold it for $130,000 at the time. Wow. Um, granted, more in these in today's dollars, but um, not at all what it was worth. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'm getting sidetracked, Roy. Crucially, is this house haunted? That's what we're here to talk about today. Mm-hmm. After all, it's sometimes said to be home to over 1,000 different ghosts. So surely we can find at least one. Many investigators and psychics have spent the night in the house conducting experiments, trying to prove this one way or the other. Thankfully, the Winchester Mystery House people, whoever works there today, they've done a pretty good job of documenting who's experienced the paranormal inside the house. And while there have been a number of recent TV investigations capturing the occasional bump in the night or orb on camera, The most interesting stories come from a few decades back. For example, in 1975, California's then most popular psychic investigator, Jeannie Borgen, conducted a seance in the house at midnight with the help of one other psychic, Joy Adams. Ooh. Joy reported, As Mrs. Borgen was walking around the room, it suddenly appeared as if her face had aged. Her hair appeared to turn gray and deep lines creased in her forehead. She felt staggering pain and was unable to walk. It was as if she was having a heart attack and she started to fall. She screamed for help. She then woke a short time later, breathing normally and feeling no pain. She told everyone that she had felt a tremendous buildup of energy and that the spirit of Mrs. Winchester was overpowering her, but also claiming she found, quote, no violent spirits. Just one very gentle ghost. Ooh. So apparently mid-seance, she wasn't just possessed by Mrs. Winchester, but she started to turn into Mrs. Winchester. Transformed. That's terrifying. But then kind of interesting at the end, so she has this paranormal experience, but she also claims that there were no violent spirits. This house is supposed to have a thousand spirits. Yeah, yeah. The only ghost she came across was Mrs. Winchester. There's some irony there. Yeah, that's pretty poetic. (laughs) That's beautiful, actually. You spend all your life trying to, you know, fend off your demons till you become one. You are a demon. You become a demon, of course. Um, That's pretty terrifying. I think we can all learn a lot from that, actually. Very true. Another group of researchers from the Nirvana Foundation claim to have even caught the sound of the organ being played on tape all the way back in 1981. But did the organ smell like mean spirits that's pretty good actually yeah. <laughs> right? the nirvana foundation that's pretty good smells like mean spirits yeah it's i'm pretty, into that yeah it's pretty good just uh yeah. don't interrupt though you know sorry i was in the middle of it and uh that's, it. that's better than any joke i've come up with this episode and we do need it because it's been bone dry so far but uh you know just time and place of course yeah I just thought if I didn't say it then, it wouldn't have made any sense to say it later in the podcast. So we, we can cut this if no, we no, want. I, I, I get yeah, that. Just, I get okay. that. I get yeah, that. Cool. Yeah, no, no. So, um, and they caught the sound of the organ being played in tape. And uh, hopefully, if maybe, uh, what'd you say? Um, I, is it well, I said, smell like Teen Spirit? No, no. Oh, mean, like, the song is Smells Like Come As You Are, isn't that the spirit. Nirvana song? That's a different one. Why are you you're wording this like you're going to, no, in like, the edit, you're going to cut me out and episode, say it like bro, it's your so like, line. 
tee me up here because well, no, listen, but it's been bone dry. I haven't had a joke all episode. I'm getting pretty anxious about it, to be honest. I'm sweating my f- dick and balls off. So here you're going to take because... my joke and you're going to cut me out in the edit? Yeah, I'm gonna... Listen, just do me a solid. You've had a ton of... Listen, you're a funny guy. You all right, all right, all right, all right. You can take the joke. You can take the joke. The joke right. is they're called the Nirvana Group. So I said, does right. the organ smell like mean spirits? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got Instead it. Instead of okay. smells nice. like teen spirit. This obviously will be smooth in the edit. Obviously. Yeah, That's sure. Go on. Go take... Yeah, just... Yeah, go for it. Take it. And when they listened back to the tape, they said, oh, shit, that organ smells like <laughs> no, Teen Spirit. You can't, you can't do it like that. <laughs> Why not? Because they didn't say that, did right, they? Stop stop the tape. You got to work it in like it's a natural, like I did, like it's a natural thing. Right. Well, I'll just. You can't, because I'm pretty sure listen, he didn't go, oh, shit, this <laughs> during the investigation. This isn't funny anymore. Let's just, you okay. know, let me worry about the edit bro all right yeah i said the line so we got the line it's there the joke's there it's hilarious everyone's gonna love it we'll cut it in at some point all right fine sure you know but i wasn't able to get my hands on that recording uh and it is difficult for us to verify a thing like that 40 years later um that we don't know who was in the attic that night yeah that's Um, true especially let's face it when the nirvana group are trying to sell a book around the same time Pretty convenient if they do end up with a recording of a ghost playing an organ. That would definitely help sales. They were probably in the Winchester house and were saying, hey, spirits, come as you are, you know? Dude, I said don't interrupt. It's just another Nirvana. This it's is just it? another Nirvana joke. You you cut it so you got credit for the first one, so let me do the second one. I'm going to need credit for that one, too. You're going to take the second one? The, don't, listen, don't get mad about it. You know what I mean? It's my episode. I need... Listen, I need Come to call. Come on, man. I need to be you funny. Give me something. I need to be funny as well. You know what I mean? I gotta tell a story and gotta. There's no way I can deliver that though. So. So you're just gonna cut it from the episode? Honestly, I think it's best if the balance is right of the comedy and because listen, I tried the other one. I couldn't do it as you saw. So you bombed that I one hard. To, the we delivery have to cut was it. Gone. We have to cut it. I'm actually gonna probably take a lot of you out of this episode. <laughs> All that's left is me complaining about my phone. <laughs> It's just you and me talking about my phone for an hour. Uh, update on the phone. It is still missing. It is still turned off. <laughs> no one asked. Okay. All right, just Yeah, just because I have it open here. So that because I feel like we're getting like close to the end and I haven't done a lot of updates. So the right, erase close is still... To the end, so you have, will have all the time in the world to look at the it. The erase is that. still pending. Uh, they have turned off location services, so I can't find it. So I mean, by the time people hear this, you will be weird. enjoying your new phone. You don't know that. You don't know that, but I that actually pre- brought, me, much that brought that. me some comfort, actually, the way you framed that. So that was pretty good. Okay. It just feels disingenuous to make people worry about this when <sighs> you'll be already enjoying a new phone by the time. You're saying it's weird it for, like, people to donate, like, more money on Patreon to help me get my get That a would new be phone. wrong. That would yeah. be super weird. Yeah. Like, because I'm not even saying that. That's, like, a crazy idea. If you want to do it, you go ahead and do it. Please, no you one know? do it. <laughs> Please. You know, we can even make it, like, a tier. You don't make it like a tier, like even get me a if better you could just phone. just get Kit to forgo his cut? Is that a... I'm just putting <laughs> that, it out there. Is that crazy? Because <laughs> go, go I could actually me? get a couple phones now that I think about it. If Kit just doesn't get paid. That's what the people are saying. <laughs> Hashtag cut Kit out. However, I will say some psychologists have a very different explanation for why the Winchester Mystery House feels haunted. They talk about something called legibility. This is the human brain's ability to make sense of a space. In essence, this is how easy it is to get lost somewhere. This apparently plays a big role in how comfortable we feel in a given space. You know, so a (laughs) cave equals cozy. Winchester Mystery House equals scary. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Of course, the mystery house is the exact opposite of legible. We have staircases going nowhere, windows looking into brick walls. Our brain tells us, stay out of here. We won't be able to find our way back out if we get in there. You think they would almost be illegible, you know? When you think of like, because legible, is that the right word I'm thinking of? When like someone's handwriting is nuts? It's bad, it's illegible. Illegible, Yeah, so the mystery house is illegible. Right, it's illegible. you're right. Okay, okay. But I will say, as a cool piece of first-hand evidence, Andrea Gurton, who actually emailed us about this case, one of our listeners, they said, As a small anecdote to add in, I had a roommate that worked at the mystery house for a while. Not construction. <laughs> I hope. I think he's a <laughs> ghost. 1900s Californian builder. He said guests all the time. 
would tell him how cool it was that they had actors in period clothing on the premises. They didn't employ any actors, Rory. Oh, no. He believed them to be the ghosts of Sarah and her maid. That's terrifying. Pretty cool little nugget, though. Yeah, so a paranormal sighting so convincing that you think that is hired actors walking <laughs> around the mansion. That ghost needs to, like, tone it down a bit or something. Or step it up a bit. Because, yeah, imagine you saw a ghost. That's a pretty crazy thing. Imagine you've seen ghosts so convincing. You didn't even bat an eye. You're like, real, right? <laughs> Let me touch you. I Let just turn to dust. Oh, God. Not again. This is my fifth podcast with a ghost. Your phone was a ghost this whole time. Feels feels like it. <laughs> Disappear from my hands fast enough. <laughs> if I catch you, I will I will kill you, by the way. Sorry. And listen, this pretty much sums up all the evidence we have for the Winchester Mystery House. I do want to leave you with a fun fact. I love that you brought up not just the... I think when you first saw it, you said, this place could house a thousand ghosts. That's literally what people say about this place. That's the legend that it holds a thousand ghosts. But not just that. You said this looks like a haunted house from Disneyland. The haunted mansion in Disneyland is actually based (gasps) on the Winchester Mystery House. Wow. Walt himself designed it that way. The story goes that the original plan was for an abandoned looking building. But Walt hated all the blueprints because he didn't like the idea of there being like a ugly, busted house in Disneyland. Right. So he visited the Winchester house and was fascinated by the idea of a beautiful, grand house that could still be terrifying for other reasons. They even advertise that it's haunted by 999 happy haunts, reference to the thousand that are supposed to live at Winchester. Wow. Almost implying that you're the new ghost as well when you, when you go on the ride. Whoa, man. That's pretty cool, dude. These edibles are hitting deep, bro. <laughs> Did you also know that, um, I might be, I hope I'm not talking out my butt here, but, uh, Rasputin, a portrait of Rasputin was, uh, once in the Disney Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Did no. you know this? No. And they, uh, eventually decided against it not being Rasputin. So they painted over, uh, the portrait to change it. Um, but it's still the the portrait of Rasputin. Let me see. Wow. Let's, hopefully, I'm not talking about my butt. Rasputin. I wanted to show us uh, a photo again. I've been there, but I had to be reminded what the haunted mansion actually looks like. You definitely get the vibe. It's um. Oh yeah, very similar. Same it's kind of architecture. Super grand, really beautiful. I love the haunted. Man. I love Disneyland, man. Dude, whenever you go in the, you you go from the foyer into the first room. And the moment that lift kicks in. So good. Oh my God. It's so satisfying. It's incredible. It really makes me, I was looking it up as well. There's like haunted mansions in all the different Disneylands. So I've got and I see uh, the haunted mansion in Tokyo. That would be incredible. Yeah, I was right. At one point, Rasputin, the unkillable Russian mystic, was a, a portrait that was hung at the, I believe, at the, towards the end of the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, California. Wow. And then eventually, uh, I don't know why, but they decided to change it and turned him into what is now known as the Ogre. <laughs> it's almost the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> they can't, yeah, it's still just a dude. <laughs> I mean, for reference, that was the uh, original. Okay. If but, anything, he looks even scarier. But they've kept Rasputin's famous eyes. Like the Ogre has really creepy eyes. Yeah. Rasputin famously had these piercing dagger blue eyes or whatever yeah i just thought that was a very cool interesting fact pretty damn cool hey i'd love to do an investigation in disneyland oh that's a great idea haunted disneyland i bet there's some paranormal stories from disneyland (laughs) the kid that got eaten by an alligator in disneyland florida did that happen yes oh my god i don't know that's not just paranormal that's just (laughs) sad but hey what i do know about the winchester mystery house is that if paranormal evidence in the form of an indisputable photo or a video is going to show up it's going to be from one of the hundreds of visitors a day that the house has been receiving now for years all right what do you make of this one off the top of your, like like little wayne like sarah winchester off the top of your dome 
Uh, it's a great story. This one's been floating around the uh, the inbox for a while now, and frankly, I didn't have the balls or energy to touch it. So um, congratulations, Kit, for a fantastic and thorough investigation into a case that is long overdue, frankly. Uh, we are definitely not the first to touch this one, but I think we will definitely be the definitive voice on whether or not the Winchester Mystery yeah. House is Surviving members of the Winchester family, listen up, because we're about to get real. This might come as a shock to you. Um... <laughs> I appreciate all of the physical evidence that was provided today. Pictures of the house, the blueprints, the interiors. It was all fantastic. While it is an incredible story, what we're missing out on today is photos of the paranormal. I mean, you said it yourself that this place gets hundreds and hundreds of visitors every day. That guests are so convinced that there are spirits walking these halls. They thought it was hired actors in period clothing. If you're there, presumably with a camera... Um, why haven't we got more evidence on camera of paranormal activity? This is the elephant in the room. This is the thousand ghosts in the room. And I do love that we have some pretty much first-hand evidence from one of our own listeners. That's, that's as good as it gets. But still, we come up against these cases every now and again where the footfall on these paranormal haunted locations is so massive that it becomes even more problematic that we don't have those videos, we don't have those photos. It's hard enough sometimes to prove that a ghost is real. If you're claiming a thousand ghosts are living in this house, and yes, to be fair, it is a very confusing house, lots of entrances and exits, but you should still at least have quite a good amount of evidence to back up those claims. It's so true. You know, I've said it many times in the podcast before, I can't wait for us to go investigate this one ourselves. This is so doable. We yeah. just could just buy a ticket for like 10 bucks, go to Silicon Valley, we'll investigate Facebook while we're at it. Yeah, see if I can get my goddamn login again after I've been locked out. Okay, sure. <clears throat> but yeah, go and then go to the Winchester if we have time. Mystery House. If we have time. Pre pre yeah, we need to do all that other shit first. This is a very doable investigation. Yeah, I think, you know... People have asked that question a lot, you know, would you guys ever consider doing investigations in person? Mm. And uh, yeah, I definitely think we we do consider it and will consider it. And um, hopefully this will be right up there on the list. We'd love to see that day. But until then, for me, it's going to be a no. What about for you, Rory? I think uh, based on the evidence that has been provided to me today, it is unfortunately also going to be a no. Damn. Yet again, foiled. We are in a drought, my friend. Absolute dry spell. When was the last yes that we had? hell. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the investigation into the Winchester Mystery House. And thank you so much again to Jared McCormick, Keith Boggins, and Andrea Girton for sending this one into this paranormallifepodcast at gmail.com. If you've been there, there's every likelihood that some of our listeners have been to the house already. Let us know. And now, have you seen anything in the f***ing Rasputin, Peyton? Let us know. We'd yeah. like to go there too. What if you work at Disneyland and can hook us up with some free tickets, again, get in contact. Not with me, with Kit. I don't have my phone. Right, well, what do I email? Your laptop, all that stuff? They have all that information. It was all on the phone. Okay. So I'm going to have to start fresh, my friend. Final update of the episode. The phone is still turned off. Location unknown. I'm guessing, uh, I'm just, uh, just going to venture a f guess at this point that yep. uh, I'm guessing you usually do all the editing of the podcast on your phone. On my phone. Right, so I'm going to have to pick that You're up. You're going to have to take this up. Right, also, okay. my notes for next episode, they were all on the phone. Okay. So I'm not going to be able to host it. Everything least for indefinitely. Like three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Is all, is if you me. could just take almost all the responsibility. I'll buy you a phone. No, it, I, I insist. Okay. That I do this myself. Right. With the help of our patrons. Okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure everything will be fine. <laughs> and if you can't get enough of This Paranormal Life, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash This Paranormal Life, where, like Rory says, I won't promise that we're going to throw him a couple bucks to... to solve his phone situation but you can get access to over 35 full bonus episodes of this paranormal life these are the most exclusive and important investigations in tpl history available exclusively to patrons and are unlocked for just five dollars and at 20 bucks you can buy a this paranormal life commune t-shirt those um, bonus episodes are like the secret menu at starbucks you know no one even knows about them you just have to show up and, and say like can I get a, can I get a unicorn latte? Keep your voice down. Yeah, of course you can have it. Do you want and, and whipped get, cream with it? Of course, I'd love one with whipped cream. You want the sprinkles? I, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Just keep your voice down. Oh, sorry. If you go up to the This Paranormal Life Patreon page, 
you hand over five little buckaroos and you go, can I have a couple little bonus episodes? It's like, yeah, don't keep your goddamn voice down. Yeah, here's 30 of them. They're all gold. You're going to love them. It's a pretty good exchange, I yeah. would say. Also, for the record, please do not send uh, us money online for me to buy a new phone. I am a grown baby boy and I will buy my new phone myself. So thank you. We shouldn't joke. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel really bad if anyone was genuinely going to send money. It's fine. And if you follow us online, you might have seen that we are doing another live show. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute for obvious reasons, but we are back, baby, at Leicester Comedy Festival 2021 on Saturday, 13th of February 2021 at 2.30 p.m. We will be doing a live investigation. But Kit, I don't live in the UK. Why do I give a shit? Go f*** yourself. Well, no, no, I'm... Dude, I'm trying to tee you up for the yeah, the and, virtual... and yeah, and and you're 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 behaving like a hater, and that's something we hate. No, no, I'm trying to the haters. They're oh, always Jesus trying to. Christ. They're commenting. No, listen, those comments, man. Those, the, the... <laughs> I'm trying to tee you up to bring up the fact that you can also get virtual tickets online. What the fuck is a virtual ticket? All right, this isn't gonna work. I'm trying to tee you up, bud. Explain what the virtual <laughs> oh, ticket is. Oh shit! Oh sorry, sorry. The virtual ticket is um is. Uh, it means that you can buy a ticket mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. for the show, mm-hmm. and it's so cheap that even a little a little piece of shit like uh, this guy over here, Kit Greer, oh, that's quite enough. Him. All right, I'm taking it back. No, no, dude. The virtual was, ticket dude, is. I was, a... I was teeing you up so you could tell oh, them the, the price of the ticket for the low, low price of five pounds. Boom! That's a steal. You can watch us do a live investigation in Leicester Comedy Festival 2021 from anywhere. From the moon, maybe not the moon, actually. I shouldn't have started with the moon. To be fair. That was ambitious. Uh, from America, from Canada, from France, Tokyo, anywhere. So it's a great idea if you, you know, I don't know, if you have you and your partner, you and your friends want to do kind of a live watch along, that's the way to do it. So please follow the link in the description of this podcast. Um, it's also on our socials. I believe it's our Instagram bio link. Um, you can click that and then um, book your five pound ticket to watch live. It's very close to our 200th episode as well, isn't it? It is. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought I made that up for a second. <laughs> and I should say, I believe the physical tickets for that event are sold out with COVID and all those restrictions. It's going to be incredibly safe, but incredibly limited right. amount of seating available. But if you don't give a shit about Patreon, don't give a shit about live shows and just want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter or any of the others, please head on over to twitter.com forward slash this power life, instagram.com forward slash this paranormal life. All the links are in the podcast description below and connect with us. Send us your thoughts, send us your theories. And as always, we're on YouTube posting highlights of this paranormal life every week, twice a week, where you can watch the finest moments of this paranormal life in HD. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed every episode in 2020. We're so excited to be kicking off a new year of paranormal investigations. Boom. We'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new investigation. See you then. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.